Hey, welcome to a bonus episode of The Lutheran Cartographer. I'm your host, Nicholas Weber. So today we're going to do something a little different. This is a bonus episode, so you'll still hear your regular interview this coming Tuesday. Today I wanted to come to you and give you a trip report to something a little different. I recently took a vacation to the Great Plains, had a good time, and I thought that you might like to come along on the journey and hear a little bit of my thoughts along the way. This is a new format for me, so your feedback is appreciated. You can reach out to me through the website, lutherancartographer.com slash contact, or by reaching out to me on Twitter at nwcartography. So on Saturday, the 12th of September, I flew out to Omaha and then proceeded from there to tour the Great Plains. The reason I went out is both to get away from Washington's lockdowns and restrictions for a little while, and also to see a part of the country that I'd never been to before. I've never been through the Great Plains before, except a very brief jaunt through South Dakota on I-90 and a little bit of Wyoming on I-90, but other than that, I hadn't really seen it and wanted to go ahead and do that. Also, too, another inciting factor was recently the governor of South Dakota, Christine Nome, put out a video basically saying, hey, if you are a freedom-loving American, you might like South Dakota. So I thought, well, I should reward this sort of political behavior and uh, go and give South Dakota some of my time and money. So on the 13th of September, I flew into Omaha. Then I went ahead and traveled down to Lincoln and stayed at the Cornhusker. That was one of the cool things about the trip because of the coronavirus. The hotels were surprisingly inexpensive, and so I was able to stay in some really nice hotels for relatively inexpensive. So that was a pretty cool thing. On Sunday the 13th, I went and down to Good Shepherd Lutheran, which is on the south side of Lincoln, and went to their service, and it was really good to be with them and attend divine service there. Nice people, good congregation, and we'll be having an interview from the pastor, Pastor Poppy, soon. Something to look forward to. Then I wanted to see Concordia University, Nebraska, never been there before, so drove over to Seward, which is a short drive west of Lincoln. Went ahead and toured the campus, went over to St. John's, and I wasn't there in time for divine service, but got the chance to talk to one of the pastors and one of the elders, and that was an interesting conversation. One of the things that I mentioned was, hey, I am looking for a nice family-friendly area. I'm not married right now. I'm single, but I'm looking for a good place to possibly raise a family. And they said, well, <laughs> and again, we're, we're right across the street from Concordia University, Nebraska. They said, well, the, there's not much in the way of things for singles here, but if you go into Lincoln... There's singles there, which was interesting. I then went over and ate at the Mexican restaurant in Seward. Uh, Seward, by the way, was Lincoln's Secretary of State. Uh, so lots of rah-rah 
Civil War and all that stuff around that part of Nebraska, which was interesting. So went to uh, La Cachina, uh, the Mexican restaurant there in Seward. It wasn't particularly remarkable, but it was good. I'm going to go ahead and put links in the for the places that I went that were notable, and you can find that at the show notes page for this episode, which will be lutherancartographer.com slash planes, like the Great Plains 2020. So lutherancartographer.com slash planes 2020. One of the interesting things about being from Washington State is that people want to impress you. I mean, I'm sure that I would get this even more if I was somewhere from more notable yet, like New York or Los Angeles. But when I spoke with a hostess at the Mexican restaurant, she was impressed to hear that I was from Washington and then immediately proceeded to tell me how they are doing protests and they're also getting on board with a whole progressive thing, which... <laughs> I was one recurring theme, not, of course, from the pastors that I talked with, but with some of the locals I would talk with, is that there seemed to be some embarrassment about the fact that they were from a more a less well-known part of the country and wanted to show that they were getting on board with the rest of the progressive, agenda that the rest of the country, uh, that the more urban areas or notable areas of the country are getting on board with, which was interesting for me. From my perspective, of course, I would like to get away from a lot of that. And so it was very interesting to hear people that are wanting to embrace that or at least are embarrassed about their current situation. On Monday, I drove up to Sioux Falls going through Sioux City and had the chance to stop there in Sioux City, Iowa and stopped at Calvary Lutheran Church there and talked with one of the pastors there about what life is like in Sioux City and kind of got a better idea of what the area is like. I'll be interviewing him as well and that's another episode to look forward to soon. So just passed through Sioux City and then went up to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is on the eastern side of the state, right near the border with Minnesota there, and stayed there in the downtown and had the opportunity to see a couple different things that I think would be worth checking out. One of the things I did was go to the Courthouse Museum, which is a historical museum that goes through some of the different things in Sioux Falls history. I like local history museums. Usually they don't have the same amount of political fog and tilt to them that uh, a more a history museum that reports on national events. Usually people are pretty reticent to put their own town in a bad light. So it's always interesting to get a nice perspective that isn't self-flagellating. And with that, there's also the Pertigue House and Museum. And it is one a uh, house of one of the leading men of Sioux Falls. And he donated his house to the city to be used as a museum. 
Also, the namesake of the town, Sioux Falls, is a really nice thing to check out. It's a nice park to walk through, see the falls. It's lit at night. It was very nice, and I'd recommend checking it out. Places to eat. There is Pho Thai downtown on Phillips Street, and that was a pretty cool place. They serve, as you would guess, both Vietnamese pho and some Vietnamese dishes as well as Thai. So worth checking out. And then there's also the Phillips Avenue Diner, just a nice old-style diner. Good food and good shakes. Neat things to check out. I also went up on the hill and looked at the Catholic Cathedral there, St. Joseph's, and it was really nice and had good stained glass. I especially enjoyed the sculpture of their Stations of the Cross. Uh, whoever their artist was who did those did a really nice job. I went over and looked at one of the Lutheran churches that was on the Issues Etc. Find a Church page, which if you're traveling or you're looking to move, I highly recommend checking that out. Those churches on that list, you can usually rely on them being good, solid liturgical churches. And one of those was Christ Lutheran Church, where Pastor Nix is the pastor. Went over and talked with him what life is about what life is like in Sioux Falls, and there'll be an interview with him coming up on the show soon. So that's something to look forward to. Really enjoyed my conversation with him and learned some cool things about Sioux Falls. From Sioux Falls, I traveled north to Brookings, where you might remember in episode 31, I talked to Pastor Matt Worm, and he is the pastor there at Mount Calvary Lutheran. You can find that episode at lutherancartographer.com slash 31. Unfortunately, Pastor Worm wasn't available, so I went ahead and looked around the town myself, including going to the Dakota Nature Park, which he recommended on that episode I just mentioned. And I would echo his recommendation. It was just a nice park to walk through. It's built on an old dump, but you wouldn't know that. It's just very nice with lakes and well-paved and very nice park that I recommend checking out. From Brookings, I traveled west to Desmet of Laura Ingle Wilder fame. If you are a fan of the Little House on the Prairie books, you might know Desmet is where the Ingalls homesteaded. And even if you have not read those books, I I think they're worth a read just going back and seeing it through the adult's eyes. That was very interesting how uh, I didn't realize when I read them as a kid quite how much of a very impressive get-things-done Pa Ingalls was. But anyway, went to Desmet and saw some of those sites, which was interesting. And we're checking out. And from there, I traveled further west to Pierre, South Dakota, which looks like it should be pronounced Pierre, but the locals pronounce it Pierre, South Dakota. In Pierre, I caught up with one of my seminary buddies, got to talk with him about what life is like there, and then went further west to Rapid City. In Rapid City, I went ahead and looked at the Black Hills and had the opportunity to go up uh, the recently renamed uh, Black Elk Peak. I can't remember what it was renamed from, but it's the highest point in South Dakota. It's only a 3.1 mile hike in and out and 3.1 miles out then. 
I'd recommend checking it out. It wasn't a super strenuous hike, but you got to see some great views of the Black Hills along the way. I also went over to the Crazy Horse Monument and saw that really interesting story of how a Polish orphan uh, was the sculptor on that that's actually still in progress and still being carved out. Korczak is the the name of the sculptor. Really interesting story and interesting place. That's also the Black Hills are also where the Mount Rushmore is and I visited that about 10 years ago and it was kind of one of those things where one visit was enough so I didn't go back there. One thing that I recommend checking out while you are in Rapid City if you're looking for places to eat was there was a called El Sombrero and their mole, their chicken mole was very good. So I recommend checking that out if you enjoy Mexican food while you are in Rapid City. For divine service that Sunday, I went to a town right outside of Rapid City called Blackhawk to Divine Shepherd Lutheran Church. Pastor Nix had recommended that I go to that church and check it out and was very good to worship with the saints there. And I will be having an episode with that pastor soon, I hope. We'll see if he's able to do an interview for the show. From there, I went to Deadwood, which is a town of infamy from a gold rush in 1876. Uh, Wild Bill Hickok was killed there, and it was definitely a tourist trap. I'm not sure I would recommend checking it out. The bus tour was hilariously bad and good and wonderful. It was basically a... If you've ever been on the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland with all the campy puns and crazy hijinks and harassment from the tour guide, you would have a good idea of what that bus tour was like. It was it was very funny and very interesting. I'm not sure I would make Deadwood a destination, but if you're in the Black Hills and don't mind and just feel like you want to be in an old west sort of tourist trap it's <laughs> it's something to check out <laughs> uh, from there i went on to casper and then went down to cheyenne and then down to colorado springs not a whole lot happened in this leg of the journey and not a whole lot to report from this time I went down to Colorado Springs to see one of my good college buddies who's uh, an organist there in one of the Catholic parishes in Colorado Springs. Go, Got the chance to catch up with him and then headed back east to Kansas City, Missouri. And a couple things that I'd recommend checking out while you're in Kansas City. The the Arabia Steamboat Museum is really an interesting place to go. It's a steamboat from the uh, mid-1800s that sank on the Missouri River, and then they had the opportunity to dig it up, and they dug it up in 91, 1991, 
and it's the largest collection of pre-Civil War artifacts in the country, or one of the ones. And I really recommend checking it out. It's fascinating to see the collection. Really good stuff. From there, I went down to the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. And again, this is something if you like art as well worth checking out. They have a nice collection. They have a Caravaggio that's a Caravaggio painting of St. John that's really interesting. And they have several of Cronach the Elder, that's the man who is good friends with Martin Luther and painted Martin Luther's portrait. They have several of his paintings, including The Three Graces and The, the Last Judgment. Really neat stuff. Really recommend checking that out. From there, I went to the World War I Museum, which is emotionally taxing. World War I was certainly a meat grinder of a war without many clear good guys and bad guys, and it was emotionally taxing to be at that museum and just think of all the the men who died over there and then the events of the end of World War I with the U.S. getting involved on the uh, British and French side, which then led to, arguably led to the horrors of World War II, considering the uh, peace agreement that, that Germany got out of that. So, and of course, the the memorial, it's, the History Museum itself is very, of course, rah-rah U.S., rah-rah allies, which, again, not not something that's completely clear if you look at it through the lens of 100 years of hindsight. From there, went north to Omaha for the end of my journey and had just a few things to do in Omaha before I flew out. I went over to the St. Cecilia Catholic Cathedral where there is a Martin Pozzi organ, which is a unique instrument because there is a part of it that's tuned in mean tone, which if you're familiar with tuning systems, or even if you're not, generally speaking, with modern tunings, you can play in any key and they'll sound good. With a mean tone instrument, only the keys close to C generally sound good. So it's it's a really interesting, interesting way of uh, doing an instrument. So I was fortunate that there was an organist there practicing for a recital the next day when I was there and so got to hear a bit of that instrument, which was really cool. Then went over to the Joslin Art Museum, which is the art museum in Omaha. And there weren't any pieces that I recall that were super remarkable, but it was a good experience to see the US, uh, the American and uh, European art there and then flew home. General thoughts from the trip. It was really good to see the Great Plains, as I mentioned before. I hadn't spent much time there and the parts of the trip where I was able to stay off the interstate were probably the the best in terms of the driving so if you have the time if you can avoid the interstate it the miles go by a little slower and you can kind of absorb and take in the scenery which was which was really nice 
South Dakota was great. It was really good to be in a state where people aren't quite as panicked, or at least the government approach is more freedom-oriented than panic and hide-in-your-houses kind of mode, which was really good. It was really nice to be able to see people's faces and interact with people like a human being again, which was good. Other things... It was a really good trip. Thank you very much for indulging me in telling you a little bit about it. As I said before, it's helpful to me if you uh, give me some feedback about the episode, if you found it interesting, what you found the best parts of the episode, which you found the the least helpful. Uh, and you can do that through the contact page, which is lutherancartographer.com slash contact. And you can get in touch with me there, or you can find me on Twitter at NW, my initials, cartography, at NW Cartography on Twitter. And again, if you'd like to check out the show notes page for this episode, again, this is a bonus episode, so look for a new episode, regular episode coming out on Tuesday for you. If you want to go to the show notes page for this episode, it will be at lutherancartographer.com slash planes like the Great Plains 2020, lutherancartographer.com slash planes 2020. Again, I'm Nicholas Weber. Thank you very much for joining me for the trip report, and I will talk to you on Tuesday.